Good afternoon and welcome to this, our third season and our first episode of American Education and Policy. This is Dr. Leah Lester and today we will examine school suspensions and attendance relationships of traditional and whole child schools to the school environments. The dissertation dissemination for my doctoral degree will take place as a result of this uh, presentation. I am graduating from the Gwinnett Mercy University. It's in Gwinnett Valley, Pennsylvania. And I had my oral defense on Tuesday and was awarded the title of doctor on Tuesday. So today uh, I will present to you my research findings. I have, um, this is still a listening supported blog. So I ask that you would continue to donate, give, as your heart so desires. Now let's begin the abstract. The study examined eight schools ranging from K through 12 for the relationship between suspensions and attendance rates to their school environments. Statistical tests revealed a significant difference as whole child school environments have higher school attendance and fewer suspension rates than traditional schools. The purpose of the study was to conduct a quantitative study of the annual reports from eight schools ranging from grades K through 12 to examine the relationship between the school environment and the percentage of suspensions and attendance rates in the school climate. By examining each school for identified variables for social competence and the system level approaches being used for preventing behavior problems, the quality of the school's behavioral resources for matters of drug and alcohol use, truancy data, students' lateness, attendance, and alcohol, uh, school-based extracurricular activities, this will help to determine the levels of the school's success. The rationale for the study was to confront the assumptions that schools are successful and are properly preparing students if their data proves successful, and their test data, that should say, if it proves successful, and to determine what are the most significant measures for success. On the blog, you should see a uh, chart there that shows the percentage of African-American students in the holistic schools across three years. And the overall uh, number was uh, 6,144 African-American students. The eight schools in the study have published annual reports, data uh, reporting data on the school district website. The researcher downloaded all reports reported data published from September 2017 to 2022 to create a database for managing collected uh, the data collected and the analysis. Data analysis used existing data to examine the relationship between attendance and suspension rates in the school environment. Demographics were analyzed to determine the makeup of the sample. A comparative study of the racial makeup of each school found a dominant population of African Americans over three years range. Analysis was performed to determine the overall population size of African Americans and the entire school population over the three year range. 
Percentages of Amerif- African American students were calculated for three year range for both the whole child and the traditional schools. The analysis revealed that the whole child schools had an increasing student population of African Americans over three years, while the traditional schools had a declining population over three years. Now you'll see a table two on the uh, blog chart. And this table two is a percentage of African-American students in each traditional school. This is the traditional school. And the overall student population here was 4,837 African-American students. And then you'll see a figure three, figure three. And this uh, colorful chart shows a demographic of African-American population for both uh, approaches. And uh, so an African-American, a comparison of African-American demographics of traditional and holistic schools is displayed in figure four. The color yellow represents demographic data from 2020 to 21. The color red represents demographic data from 2019 to 20. And the color blue represents data from 2018 to 19. The color green represents the demographics totals for all three years. African-American students' population increased over three years in holistic schools, but in traditional schools, African-American population decreased. The problem this study sought to address is the disparity of needed quality school environments to develop the whole child. Because African-American uh, because of the American policy aimed to educate students to improve human capital and to strengthen the global economy, the nation's approach demonstrates a disregard for developmental and humane needs of the whole child. However, educational outcome concerns for the whole child's development have emerged for healthy development while prioritizing concerns for social-emotional learning, character building for citizenship, and long-range development for reaching one's full potential relative to addressing equity and disparities. And we had two research questions in the study. Uh, Number one was, what is the relationship between the school environment and the percent of suspensions of, of which the no hypothesis has no statistical difference, and then the uh, alternative path hypothesis does have has statistical significant difference. Question number two was, what is the relationship between the school environment and the percentage of the attendance rate? And the no hypothesis again has there is no statistical significant difference. And number the. Uh, the alternative hypothesis, yes, does have statistical significant difference. This quantitative study was a appropriate as a means for examination, uh, examining the objective theories and relationships of variables. The methodology was appropriate for this study as in quantitative research, the researcher searches for causes and effects for behaviors and to know of and identify differences in variables. The research primarily collects numerical data using statistical and mathematical procedures for computation, using surveys, experiments, or tests, and so on. Quantitative approaches control the setting 
of research. The, the research, de- the methodology, methodology design was the quasi-experimental study, as is appropriate. As quasi-experimental research aims to examine interventions without randomization, aims to demonstrate causality between a specific intervention and the outcome. The design provides descriptive analysis and seeks to make sense of complex but real-world topics. Quasi-experimental designs are non-experimental and not induced by a researcher's variation of independent variables. Educational policies are improved by quasi-experimental designs while focusing on the internal validity of whether the studied intervention causes the change in the present outcomes. The targeted population was four holistic schools under the school district as the data collected is generalizable for other urban WSCC or whole school or childhood community schools or practicing SEL schools. The four targeted schools of the traditional school data of the school district are also generalizable and representative of urban K-8 schools in the district. Limitations and delimitations. So the limitation, the study consists of eight schools, four representing whole child approach and four schools with a more traditional approach to schooling. Limitations are that the quantitative data collected is pre-existing data. The researcher has no control over the data. Existing public data relies on the data made available by the district as the researcher does not have identifiers on the any of the data. The data will not be connected to a single individual. The researcher cannot create new data by survey or questionnaire, only that which already has been made public. The the, the delimitations, the delimitations are not conducting interviews, surveys, or observations as the research is strictly data-driven and statistically uh, determined for comparing the school environments for the relationship between suspension and attendance rates. So next you'll see a figure three, and this is the holistic population size compared to the traditional population across three years. Figure three shows a steady increase in the student population from 2018 to 2021 for holistic schools and a steady decline in the student population from 2018 to 2021 for traditional schools. The number of students in holistic schools is greater than in traditional schools as traditional sizes are smaller each year. The selected schools, uh, we should say, are the holistic holistic schools are charter schools. Nationally, charter schools represent 7% of school enrollment, but in the urban cities, charter schools represent above 40%. They are publicly funded, yet privately run while rivaling private schools. Charter schools have competitive effects on area traditional public schools. In some cases, the competition causes the traditional school to close. They, are, they get their student enrollment from the traditional public school while creating a less 
effective traditional school academically and financially. However, research suggests that closing the lower performing school allows students to benefit from better schools. Okay, so our research question number one was on student suspensions. Question number one, what is the relationship between the environment and the percent of students of student suspensions? And in table three, we ran a quasi-square analysis at, to test the hypothesis and to examine the suspension rate between the holistic schools and the traditional schools. As shown in table three, there was a statistical significant difference between the public school and the holistic schools. The uh, p-value equals 0.001. Holistic schools were not more likely to be suspended from school than traditional public schools. Statistics require the collection analysis, presentation, and interpretation of data. The first statistic run for the study is the chi-square test, which is used for testing the hypothesis, for drawing conclusions about a population, as the null hypothesis is an assumption that the given event will not occur. The alternative hypothesis represents the opposite and rejects the null hypothesis. Chi-square tests compare the observed and the expected outcome and are the sum of all values in the table. These tests are comparable and non-parametric. A p-value is less than 0.05 rejects the null hypothesis, while a p-value uh, greater than 0.05 is open for hypothesis interpretation. The P is probability. So we table four, we uh, will see here that in table four, uh, it shows descriptive tests, which means uh, with a mean score of 92.250 for the holistic schools and 86.583 for the traditional schools regarding their students not suspended. And in equals 12 as the data revealed three years of data for four school holistic schools and three years of data for four traditional schools the mean score is higher for the holistic schools uh holistic schools for students not suspended okay so we see uh here that the holistic schools have higher data for uh susp for suspensions they're more likely not to be suspended. And research question number two, what is the relationship between the school environment and the percent of the attendance rate? And um, table five, a chi-square analysis was run to examine the attendance rates between the public schools and holistic schools. As shown in table five, a significant difference exists from zero between public schools and holistic schools attendance. Again, we have a p-value of 0.001 as this rejects the null hypothesis. Holistic schools students are more likely to attend school than traditional schools and uh, traditional public school students are more likely to be absent than students of holistic schools. The alternative hypothesis is supported. 
and in table six, here's our table six. Uh, table six shows a mean score of 42.250 for holistic schools and 40.333 for traditional schools as the data revealed three years of data for four holistic schools and three years of data for four traditional schools the mean score is higher for holistic schools so again we see that the holistic school practices approaches are are working and the recommendations for the practice uh, for, uh, for practice. Uh, recommendation number one to school leaders uh, we will consider the model of the small school in New York as in the literature review. Uh, Professional Development Day was deemed good for beginning the process of implementation of the whole school, whole child, whole community uh, approach and the um, collaboration of college faculty and the coordinator met often to plan activities for the PD. Session one focused on the whole school, whole child, whole approach, whole community approach model. And then part two on how lifestyles affects learning. Teachers learn their role and how to support the tenants of safe, healthy, engaged and challenged schools. The next PD focused on optimizing the year by applying healthy work habits. So recommendation number two was to policymakers. And uh, here we're challenging the policymakers to include the holistic policy reform. include concerns for holistic policy reforms while reaching beyond the scope of the global economy and include concerns for citizenship, social emotional learning, and uh, the whole child. The whole child approach to educating prioritizes a student's cognitive development, physical, emotional, mental, and social concerns. The nucleus of the approach is for developing future citizens while providing a foundation for students to reach their highest potential. Five principles supporting the whole child approach affirm that each child deserves to be safe, healthy, supported, engaged, and challenged while not isolating themselves from academics. The framework serves as an expansion to 21st century academic development. In 2013, leaders wanted to further develop a unified collaborative framework for health and the whole child. Leaders came together to develop the whole school, whole child, community, whole child model, which was developed with the United States Center for Disease Control and the Association for Supervisors and Curriculum uh, Design in 2014 for Uh, So circumscribing links to whole child learning and coordinated school health. Okay, and our third recommendation is regarding school reports that districts need some consistency when reporting school data for achieving data continuity and cohesion for consideration for researchers and reviewers. Coding for annual reports should be, should not be vague representations for reports, but rather specific percentages or codes that are more congruent with best practices. Districts need consistency when reporting school data for achieving data continuity and cohesion. So 
here we're going to go to our future recommendations. Perform quality, qualitative, uh, a qualitative study is the recommendation. A qualitative study for future research can improve this quantitative study as individual participants can inter- be interviewed and served as first-hand research uh, directly from participants. The limitations that existed from a quantitative study will not exist. The instruments for collecting data will provide more in-depth information about the climate in all schools. The future research would need permission from all participants for a future qualitative study. Research that links theory research of whole child models and implementation models to see various ways the whole school, whole child, whole community framework is applied. So use empirical studies of the climate of both styles and conduct interviews and students and teacher leaders. other instruments may provide more information about the climate. And number two is the investigation of charter schools versus traditional schools, social competence practices. Future research is to uh, recommend, I recommend um, for investigation, investigating charter schools versus traditional schools for school climate using a control group for whole child approaches to analyze the before and after results for causal effects. Results from the literature found that when comparing charter school enrollments to traditional schools, if charter schools have at least a 10% enrollment in a district, math scores have increased by 6% or 0.15 standard deviation. The next, the increase in uh, reading is 3% or 0.08 standard deviation. My conclusion uh, for this wonderful study is that uh, find, uh, the study's findings suggest that a paradigm shift is needed for schools to better align with the whole child approach and to address the need for social emotional competence, a need to reevaluate the climate and systems for applying the whole school, whole child, whole community approach, including family and community integrating supports collaborative leadership and decision-making, extended daycare, or day kinds of learning will help improve attendance and school suspension rates. And that concludes our study. And uh, we thank you again for joining us here in our our first episode of our third season of Dr. Leah Lester here on American Education and Policy. Until we meet again, may God richly bless you and your family.